I was happy with my way Check my Chelsea power But heaven knows I'm miserable now I was looking for a club And then I found the club And heaven knows that I'm miserable now In uh, my career Why did I even double time To players you don't care if I'm Those who cannot learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Three years ago, almost to the day from when Jose Mourinho was sacked to Chelsea, the special one is no more at the Theatre of Dreams. Bye-bye, Jose. Bye-bye. <laughs> How do you feel, Andrew, uh, this momentous day? Well, he's having a day off now at long last. He's yeah, that, that was the... He can leave the hotel that cost £537,000 for the last the, three years. The Lowry the only ones really disappointed by this. Yeah, there is not a huge. £600 a night they were charging Manchester United. <laughs> were they only charging that much? You know, yeah. if it's just a radio, surely he was in more than £600 a night's a lot of money for a hotel. Not for Manchester United, though. Mm, he apparently had nice views. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but, well, is there any nice views in Manchester? Oh, oh. That, yeah. that low blow to Manchester. Right? <laughs> low blow to Manchester. And the Lowry Hotel. I'm sure they pride themselves in their ability to show you great views of <laughs> But things. who who was it the, that actually did that Sky Sports News interview, if you oh, want to call it that? It was just so funny. Listener, <laughs> Manchester if, correspondent Sky Sports News. The listener, if you haven't seen it, it was like uh, whatever Manchester correspondent was the Sky Sports News. But Domino was just walking through. Was it Manchester or was it London? I have no idea. He was just walking by, and, you know, and the interviewer just goes off. Ah, so, Jose, how are you spending your day off? I was like, just, sorry to bother you, day off. Yeah, sorry to bother you on your day off. Like so cutting. Get her, get her yeah, poor Jose Mourinho. Just you can see the if you remember Ralph Wiggum in The Simpsons, the moment his heart breaks. You can pause. You can see the moment his heart breaks right here in the video. Yeah, well, Ralph Wiggum didn't have uh, at least fifteen million pounds yeah. to well, sell himself saying, with. There's some quoting up to twenty five. I don't know. Yeah, Duncan Castles reported that it was twenty four million on Monday. We talked about that on Monday show. Yeah. But then other but reports Castles, they're you know, saying fifteen. Poor million. Duncan Castles. Yeah, what what he's out of a job. Really? Yeah, he's that's well. He still loves wolves for the time being. Yeah, he can. But I suppose that's not as high profile. He won't be able to funnel the podcast off of wolves. Wolves, yeah. Wolves talk <laughs> with Duncan Castle. I'm sure there's enough a niche enough audience. Did there you see when... his piece he wrote? No, are vaguely the or? the angle he took is Ed Woodward hires his what six manager. Oh yeah, that was his... yeah. You know, and like including caretakers. It reminds me of a Donald Trump tweet when he goes like, uh, you know, we have won in several states that we haven't won before yeah yeah you know he's like qualifying his statements immediately as he says it uh and i suppose Mourinho's career is covered in caveats i suppose or that's how he always goes about his business of you know the poets <laughs> what did he do anything like what did he do he i read the he came second 19 points off the leaders 19 Manchester points City. off leaders ahead of two teams who basically just went on holidays so from the league let, let's just, ahead of two other teams further behind who are in complete free fall in Chelsea and Arsenal <laughs> well, yeah it was the one of the worst as we said on Monday it was one of the worst second place finishes there has ever been so yeah let's not tread over that ground again what let's, points total they finished oh they got 81 points 81 points which isn't a terrible yeah, point respectable. record and they've are one of the few teams that actually beat each individual team yeah. in the league. I suppose yeah. that's a nice statistic yeah. for Mourinho. But if you if you look at the positives of his two and a half year <laughs> reign, <laughs> what positives? What yeah, positives? What he spent three hundred and thirty million pounds. I think it was up to four hundred or four hundred oh, yeah. is the figure I've seen like, fig- floating around. Like buying with no clear strategy into buying players. Like it seems the only reason. Uh, Eleven. Going through. No, okay. We'll we'll do Go a quiz on. here. Eleven players were brought in by Jose Mourinho. Can you name all eleven? Okay, Eric Bailly. Yeah, that's one. Henrik Mkhitaryan. Two. Alexis Sanchez. Paul Pogba. That's four. Four. Uh, Darmian. No, that was Dogo or whatever. Diogo Dago. Diogo Dago, whatever the Portuguese right back, or is he Portuguese? I don't know. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. So that's five. You're not counting Scott McTominay. No, he's <laughs> the a great Scott he, McTominay. He's the Academy product. Uh, Anthony Marshall was already there. Uh, Memphis Depay was sold on. Fred. Yeah, Fred. Six. Who was brought in this past summer? Luke Shaw? No, Luke Shaw, Luke was, Shaw was there with Louis Van Gaal. One of Louis Van Gaal's first signings. Uh, Who else? <laughs> poor Juan Mata. 
Uh, well, I'm not as a David Moyes. Uh, yeah, yeah, David Moyes, like, what a mistake. His six-year contract, still gone. Yeah, yeah, he's still got a few months to run. Although Alan Pardew is longer still. <laughs> Alan Pardew, he's year. available. <laughs> you know him? Imagine him. Imagine Jose Mourinho and Alan Pardew open a B&B. Uh, I, that was, that's too good to <laughs> and even dream of. Bed, and they get to review other B&Bs. Imagine them reviewing B&Bs. Okay, what am I on? Six. Four, only four more players. Er, five more. Five more. Uh, Lukaku. Yeah. That's seven. Yeah. Uh, who's after Lukaku? I'm trying to manage this. Yeah. Uh, Go back to his first summer. And there's still one key big player from his first summer from you're missing. Victor Lindelof? Okay, Victor Lindelof, but he's second summer. <laughs> okay, from his first big well, summer. was a free transfer. Who on earth did he sign in his first? Oh, God, it was Latan. Yeah, it was Latan. There's one more. Who on earth is Can I figure out who the one more is? <laughs> is it a midfielder? Um, it's no, it's not a midfielder. He didn't sign any fullbacks. He didn't sign any. Uh, There's one more. No, I don't know. I can't. I've lost you. If anyone does know, please write in and let us know. Yeah, who, who it'll, it'll come like. to us. But anyway, but let's, been, let's, let's look, look at those players very quickly. Yeah, let's look how at those players. How many of them? Are, how many of them played against Liverpool? Diego, Diogo Dallo played. <laughs> Of all the players that played against Liverpool, <laughs> Diogo Dallo was one of them. He played. Oh my uh, god! Bye came on as a last minute starter because Chris Smalling got injured in the warm up. Okay, so um, two players. Two players. Who, who, he only. I don't. Did he throw Dallo under the bus? No, he Diogo. just took him off at half time. <laughs> so he did. He even threw the child. He cost a lot of money under the bus. Uh, I don't know. Was that Lukaku wasn't there? Like, did Lukaku start? Lukaku started. Oh, he started. Yeah, that's shows you what I remember from that match. It was uh, only a few Maddich, days ago. Maddich started. Yeah, because Maddich has to start. But like, let's talk, like it's not even those who started. Last but like, game let's look at Lukaku now. Lukaku bulked up over the summer with Belgium and. Has... I don't think he think played terribly. I think he's lost a bit of yard of face. I think. Yeah, but that's because he's bulked up. He, he shouldn't have done that. He's significantly he heavier. Yeah. I think he should have lost weight and tried being a bit more speed. His speed was one of his biggest assets, but yeah, now he's kind of... He bulked up to be that target man that Mourinho loves, but he's just not a target man. Yeah. So it kind of feels... He's left in, a, in an awkward position now. Oh, Alexis Sanchez like, seems to be done. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, not done. Even, he's not even on the bench. No, he's, he's got a hamstring injury. Yeah. But like he appears like he scored four goals for Manchester United. In the... Two penalties or rebounds oh. off penalties. But like, go, to go back to Lukaku, Lukaku's... <laughs> you don't want to leave... The, you don't want to let Lukaku no, just, off the Just Lukaku's in limbo now because it feels like he can't really play until he loses that weight. Because yeah. he's not... And gonna... it's not like fast. He's like... It's like... He's both... Yeah, he's yeah. heavy like, yeah. in the muscly sense. And it just... He's going to have to... Like, it beggars belief. It beggars belief <laughs> as to why he did that. Like... Yeah. He just seems more and more like Emil Heskey now. Yeah, true, true, true. He needs to go to Paul Pogba's personal trainer that he has his own. Yeah, Paul Pogba now. didn't even make the starting eleven against Liverpool, yeah, and it seems like Paul Pogba rotting on the bench because he was rotting on the yeah. bench is the turning point for Mourinho as to why he's now been sacked because Perhaps. it's a huge, huge asset just rotting. Yeah, it does not appear... even depreciating, just yeah. rotting. It does certainly appear that like the the lost money, like the loss in value of, of Pogba, like if. Beginning of the season, there was talk of Pogba going to Barcelona and it costing upwards of a hundred million. Even now, if he if Barcelona were to come in for him, you can't imagine Barcelona paying more than sixty, which is still an enormous amount of money, but still, it's a lot less than yeah. Even would, the eighty nine million United paid. If for Man United are to sell Pogba, it would be a disgrace if they don't make a profit on him. Yeah, but they're, they're when you they look at it, unless Pogba's form upturns, I'd say they'll make a loss on him. Like if his form does not upturn, it's not going to take to the till the permanent manager is appointed in the summer. If his form doesn't upturn between now and the end of the season, he's gone, I think. And they'll, they'll lose money on him. Well, I don't see anyone going in January because I don't think no, you can no, no, sell while no, a caretaker not in January, is in. But I mean, they, they, will, they will put out the feelers in the new year. Yeah, and, and again, there's still half sale. a season to go, more, in because, terms of the Premier League. Yeah, so. because if his form doesn't turn around, he is too expensive a player both in terms of like we spoke about his image on Monday about how important his image is to everything and of course he was the only player to tweet or Instagram post well, it was sacking. a scheduled post like, it was scheduled but he was well, I don't think he did it but the more stretch of the imagination I think, he was, I think he was actually training at the time yeah. so that'll show you everything but it also was the only player yeah. <laughs> no one else tweeted no one else not even Jesse Lingard being like oh you know sad to see you go uh, boss we'll see we'll see, we'll see. I'm sure it's be been something. nearly 20 it's been about 36 <laughs> hours maybe something 
Lingard will tweet eventually. Jesse Lingard, too busy with his clothesline. Blog. What matters, surely? I want what matters blog posts. I want him to surely write. his blog post will come back at the yes. weekend after yeah, Cardiff. I can't wait. Can't wait. Talking about how great Ollie's there in the dressing room. Yeah, should we, should we bring up? Should we bring up Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer now? The man I, parachuted in. He... <laughs> Too big to go down. Too big to be... Iron <laughs> Man United, too big to go down. Okay, well, so sure. The man but, who brought Cardiff to their knees. <laughs> Why Cardiff, managing them? Cardiff is uh, a weird situation. It's a bit like Henri now at Monaco. Or I like to think of... Uh, the comparison uh, I like to make is Remy Gard at Aston Villa. Uh, because Remy Gard at Aston Villa... Uh, is Remy Gard a bad coach? Remy Gard got Aston Villa relegated. But how much of that was Remy Gary's fault? Oh yeah, they brought in Tom. Did they bring in Tim Sherwood? No, Tim no. Sherwood had gotten sacked. Yeah, Remy yeah. Gary got them relegated. Oh, did he? Yeah, I don't oh. think he oh, got yeah, sacked. Oh yeah, I kind of remember now. So um, Remy Gary got Aston Villa sacked. Yeah, but Aston Villa. Yeah, but Aston Villa was a more dysfunctional club when he took it over. Than yeah, but Cardiff you, was. you look at Cardiff. Cardiff were limited in players, but Oli Gunnar Solskjaer did nothing with the players that were there. Yeah, well, you did see, nothing to improve them. And did nothing to improve them the following season where he kept in charge of Cardiff when they were in the championship. And then he got sacked in September. Was it a sack? Was he sacked, he was in, sacked September? in September? I thought he went right back. I thought he took I thought he left at the end of the no, season. No, no, he was sacked in September. And then took a sabbatical, went no, back no, to the no, fjords, as I saw written earlier by Lars Siversen. No, sacked in September, as far as I remember. Uh, like he started I, I, the following season. He had like time with the players between like it wasn't like he was transported transplanted into a completely Screwed upside the way Remy Gard was the way that like well he did Mick McCarthy he, he, he was, was thrown in at the down. deep end in the middle midpoint of the season yeah it was midpoint of the season uh, it was a time to rectify team. the situation there was time but again it was a Cardiff side that was ill suited to the Premier League which is why they didn't go back up yeah. you know they had Vincent Tan as their owner is he still their owner I think he died there's no way he's dead is he I think they did. So Vincent Tan, who was a shambolic <laughs> owner at the time, yeah, he did love Malky Mackay was, was sacked in disgrace. Yeah, uh, he's up in Scotland now. I yeah. think he's yeah. not done much. So that was a Cardiff side that were not ready for the Premier League. It was they didn't have the players uh, again, which is why they didn't go back up. Yeah, they didn't spend really. They didn't like that didn't summer. Spend that well, they had issues with scoring goals, which is why all they got a social. Yeah, all reasons he was, a, came he was in, brought in. He was brought in to, to try- help the strikers. He was brought in as well to, and his when he came in, he tried to change the way they played because they played a very functional, big Sam type football, yeah, proper British they, football, and he tried to change that. And tr- changing well, that takes think, a lot of yeah, time. But I don't takes he, players coming in, coming out with a side like Cardiff. You just it's gonna fail if you do that, and then when that didn't work, he you know the message got a little muddled. He didn't really know you what know, to do, yeah. and that's when everything started going. Do you wrong. remember his post match press com- like his press like briefings and his post match comments? I only remember the one where he was asked about Liverpool. He was very, how should you say? He was very uh, abrasive. Would be the term I would I, use. I've heard a criticism of him is that he's a bit too vague in general, but that's yeah. that's more in his press conference. I suppose managers tend to be that. Yeah, way. but I think he's more because he he does seem like a bit like shy isn't the word and it isn't really a criticism of him, but he's more he's very like if you don't know what he's meaning, he doesn't seem to be a clear speaker. As in, I don't mean clear. As in, he should be ele- you know have elocution. As in, you say he's vague and he's not really committed to anything. And you're saying, oh, he tried to change the way they played to more expansive football. But if I remember, by the time that season ended, they were playing dire, dire football. Yeah, as he I was say, getting angry at people, angry at players, and so, like he wasn't. I'm not saying he's Jose Mourinho throwing people under the bus, get everyone you know under the under me, so the bus can hit me them instead of me type of situation. But he was, you know, harsh. But I don't think and didn't do didn't cover himself in glory. When, like he did great at Mold Molda. Yeah, that, that's the point. I think it is it, obviously that you bring up previously. You have to bring up Champions as well. League. Did did as well as probably you could. Well, he, he won the, the first ever the, the title with Mold. Their yeah. first two ever yeah. titles back to back, which is yeah. impressive in it its was, own yeah. right. And they've played. You know, they played very uh, progressive. Yeah, they're, they're a very progressive club. I'm not sure about their style of football as opposed to other Norwegian teams because. No offence to Norwegian football, but the standard isn't up there. Yeah, Rosenborg like, are very much a basil of that country. Yeah, and they have a lot of money yeah. th- to spend and on they foreign players. Bentner. Yeah, like Nicholas Bentner. Uh, but, and they always, you know, historically, they win 17 league titles in a row. Or yeah, they, they are completely, like, they're obviously, they're almost in the Champions League all, every year nearly. I remember yeah. it was well, actually, were, it was uh, Rosenborg that uh, Mourinho drew within his first yeah, that Chelsea Yeah, that, that ended his job. And now, yeah, that was, was that his last match? It was. Yeah. Two all draw. Spell, yeah. Was it a two all one all draw? 
I think it was two. Yeah, I remember being too old. That was... But anyway, that was 2007. But coming from Norway where you have... It's not semi-professional, but it's low-grade professional. Like, yeah. low-grade low championship level for a lot of it. There is obviously teams in that league that would, you know, maybe stay up in the Premier League. Like, maybe Rosenberg would stay yeah, up Rosenberg, in the Premier League. Yeah, Rosenberg, you would say might. level. Yeah. <laughs> That's but the rest of them, you, you know, yeah, you'd you, be they, throwing them into the rest of the yeah, EFL. It's higher than the League of Ireland levels. level, obviously, but it's yeah. not but miles away from Even it. Norwegian football itself is not in a good place right now. No. They're com- like, I remember they they conceded a goal to San Marino, yes. which was a huge embarrassment a few years back, and yeah. they haven't really improved since. Yeah, they're not the worst. They were, they were in worse place in like, the late 2000s, like, like late noughts. But they're not, they're not uh, going to destroy uh, no, Theresa May's you... boys anytime soon. Flaggy <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, so, but uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as well, like they, it was very sudden in the sense that the press had been briefed Obviously on, has. on Tuesday morning <laughs> that Solskjaer a player was, yeah. who was steeped in the history of the club, that was their, their phrase, yeah, not yeah, mine, yeah. is going to come into the yeah. club and then obviously that started speculation. The assumption was like, oh, Laurent Blanc's Laurent available. Blanc, Mark Hughes's Mar- name is thrown around, oh Steve God. Bruce's name. Steve, oh, I wish they gave it to Steve Bruce. Uh, that that would have been That would have been some. That's yeah. the, that's the I think Steve Bruce would have been a better caretaker for the rest of the season than Adigan Solskjaer. I know if, I think he would have. No, but the... I think Just for the next six months, give it to Steve Bruce. But the thing is, with Steve Bruce, you know what you're going to get. Exactly. Whereas with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Fun. we don't. <laughs> mystery novels. Yeah, it's the mystery, though, of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. What will, I think we do, what will he, because And as well, I he, think he's... we have to remember as well, he was reserve manager at Manchester United back from 2008 to 2011. Yeah. He worked with Paul Pogba and a few of the other players at the, in the club now. Paul Pogba hated him so much he left the club. Well. Uh, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Danny Welbeck might know. Yeah, we, where is Danny Welbeck? We should we should ask him on the very, party. Very, very injured. <laughs> Poor Danny Welbeck. Poor Danny Welbeck. Yeah, our sympathies go out to his ankle. Yes. Uh, yes. But he, he was well-liked. He was well-liked. Manchester United, his side played well. Uh, his reserve side played well at the time. He was doing all right. Yeah, and he then, was well. He was always well-liked. He's a well-liked person in football. Yeah. And uh, there were concerns by people today as well, just, you know, pontificating. Is he a bit soft for this Manchester United side? Only good or so sure. Not soft at all. No, like, I don't think it's soft. Let's just even go back it's... to the perfect example of was it against Newcastle back in ninety six or something like that? Or I can't Very remember. Very early on in yeah. ninety seven. Was it ninety six? I think he was signed ninety five, but I can't oh, remember. No, it wasn't that early. Was it that not that early? It but it was the early. it's the clip that everyone I'm sure has seen in the last twenty four hours of Man United desperately looking for an equaliser, I think, in the last few minutes of the match. Their opponents break away, players clear on goal, sixty yards out, one on one, and Solskjaer is making up like he strides twice as long as the opponent and kicks him. Yeah. Just outside the box, straight right carry. Like that's he the kind his... of guy. Hey, yeah. Dick is no, Ferguson no, was apparently I... angry at that, very angry at that, but that's the kind of player sure Solskjaer was. was. <laughs> no, Solskjaer, and Solskjaer is also the guy that they also said he was he would be the ideal manager under Ferguson. He learned a lot under Ferguson. He was a sub. He was super sub. Solskjaer for a lot of his career. Obviously, he won the Champions League final. Yeah, one of Manchester United's most historic moments. But he is... did other things as well. Like he came on as a sub against Charlton Athletic away from home and scored four goals as a sub. Yeah. in the second half. He was doing it even in two thousand seven. Three. He missed several years almost. Yeah, his with career. his injury. But he was at a huge club like Manchester United for a long time, which is almost very much unheard of now. And he, you know, he was a striker. He was one of the four strikers they had when they had. Sheringham, Dwight Cork, York, Cork, Dwight York. York, Andy Cole, and yeah, Sheringham, as he said, he was one of those guys, and he was in that team that won everything in in nineteen ninety nine. I don't think he's soft. I think he's the opposite of that. I think he's quite hard, and I think that would be more of an issue that he's a bit abrasive, a bit distant, a bit hard to talk to for a lot of these players. Well, he he, he seems quite approachable on just a regular level, but it, it depends. I I can't imagine he's going to come in there and decide to kick everyone up the arse. Well, I don't know. Maybe he will, because maybe that's what this team needs. Because I'm like, maybe that's why he. But was I think that this in. team needs is Michael Carrick still there. Like Michael Carrick isn't going to be kicking anyone. No, but uh, there the, there were concerns with Michael Carrick because uh, Michael Carrick can't take charge of a Champions League match. Oh really? And neither can Kieran McKenna because they the don't have required badges. Yeah, they don't have the required badges, so someone had to be brought in for yeah. P- the PSG match now. Yeah, but that's not till February. It's not till February, but they kind of wanted to see get Bruce, someone like, in now. See Bruce could have done it. See, yeah, has see Bruce ever see managed Bruce in the Champions League? No, he hasn't. So, so Steve Bruce PSG would have been... Maybe he did Wigan at some point. 
Maybe. Maybe. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe not. But uh, Steve Bruce gets PSG would have <laughs> so been quite the image, or Mark Hughes. I wish Steve Bruce had got it. Like, Mark Hughes has had his fun. We've had our fun with Mark Hughes. Yeah. Steve Bruce would have been something That would else. be p- properly failing upwards if Mark Hughes got the job. Yeah. It really would have been. <laughs> but then, all the other Solskjaer, he failed at Cardiff City. It's You can't dispute it. He did. He got, you know. Yeah, no, that, that's And he went back to Molde and has kind of just tipped along back home. Yeah, the, the second best safe. team in But playing it safe Norway, at home, yeah. like, he's never gone and tried to re-challenge himself. Now, maybe he just wants a job in England because he's lived in England for such long and Norway obviously is home country yeah and he said and he said before he could never refuse this job oh yeah obviously you're not going to turn down the Manchester United job yeah I wouldn't turn down the Manchester (laughs) United job and I don't want it and like that that's that's reality fair enough but to bring it back down to Jose Mourinho to bring it all the way back home he apparently like he said he was sacked after Liverpool match and it was like oh this this isn't isn't a recoverable position. When he was asked, you know, what what, what can you do? They were beating you were beating comprehensive. I think with Jeff Shreves gave him the whole stats list to him, and like you know, what can you do? Can you fix this? And like fix what? That oh, was yeah, his response yeah. to to losing thirty six shots, record number of things. Like not having any idea how to play. Your players looking like they don't know what to do. Marcus Rashford shouting at the at the sideline when nobody coming up near him to help him when he's chasing after the ball. All of the problems that happened during just were visible during the Liverpool match. Not to mention the the stories that were coming out even last week that he'd lost a substantial proportion of the United dressing room, and even earlier this, like after he was sacked, confirmed that ninety percent apparently of the dressing room leaving who who was on Jose Mourinho's but side. Because even like but even the ten percent, it said that they weren't that particularly bothered. Yeah, they, they were weren't even on his side. There's probably the someone room. like Marcus Rashford. Who just probably didn't have an opinion. Oh, I'm sure he has an opinion on this man who has thrown him under the bus on several occasions. Marcus Rashford just doesn't strike me as someone who has ah, opinions. Does. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. I would think like, I was trying to think of who who's the 10%? Because Matthew Maddich. Maddich was thrown under the bus when he was at Chelsea. Yeah, but that was at Chelsea. Uh, you know, no, Bridges, no. He was subbed after being subbed on, wasn't he? When he was at Chelsea. Yeah, like, but that was years ago. I don't think, I don't, you don't forgive that. You know this man. <laughs> like he was. Yeah, but he doesn't come to Man United if he doesn't like Mourinho. Well, Maybe he doesn't like Conte more. Yeah, but Conte was there 12 more months. Uh, we, like... So, yeah, who would be the... Ten- Antonio Valencia, maybe? Valencia, maybe. Maybe Ashley Young? Yeah, he actually helped Ashley Young's yeah, career, like, I suppose, other than those time. two. Where would Ashley Young be if Jose Mourinho didn't come in? Watford. Watford? Would he have gone no back to Watford? All, yeah, he'd probably be at Watford. Is, was that where he was going? That's, yeah, he'd probably But be. if you say... Okay, it's Cardiff on Saturday. Ashley Young used to be likeable, you know. He used to be, oh, that's that young guy. He's very yeah, likeable. Now he's an old pro and he looks like he hates you. Remember and he looks like he hates his footballing career. Well, And that bird. Two, yeah, I was going to bring up two memories of Ashley Young. There was the time when he dived a few times to a Man United penalty kind of consecutively back when yeah. Ferguson was still yeah. in charge. Yeah. And then, of course, there was when the bird pooped in his mouth. Yeah, that, that was great. That was one of the he great did, Premier League He moments. did, like, chop down uh, Sergio Aguero when he was, like, about to pull the trigger in the box when it was 3-2 to Manchester United last season in the Manchester Derby. Oh, Aguero. I thought you said Sergio Ramos. No, Sergio Aguero. When he chopped him down, you yeah. know. That, that was something too. Yeah, well, you know, it uh, didn't give concede the penalty. So <laughs> yeah, it. it's, it's, for whatever bizarre reasoning that a penalty wasn't given in that match. But, like, let, let's eulogise a bit over Jose Mourinho. Well, because, what next for Jose Mourinho? Yeah, like... Is, no, he, is he just finished? Apparently, Florentino Perez wants Jose Mourinho at Real Madrid. Yeah, but you know who for knows... For a long time. You know who knows about as much about football as Ed Woodward does? Who? Florentino Perez. Yeah, so <laughs> he might take Jose Mourinho back. Solari... Solari's only just in. He's doing so badly. 3-0 defeat to Cisco Moscow. Into the Club World Cup final. Cisco... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the team that can't keep a clean sheet. I I almost forgot it was them. <laughs> yeah, they're they're terrible at yeah. the moment. Well, they're, they're not doing anything. Since the Larry's come in, they've actually won the most points of any La Liga side. Yeah, but despite look who they th- were playing. Despite a 3 0 defeat to Ibar, I want to say. Yeah, but look who the other teams were playing. Look who they were Yeah, playing. Barcelona played Atletico, they played Sevilla, they played Espanol. Well? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was when Lopetegui was still in charge. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just like the the differential between the the teams that they're playing, and they're still doing quite badly. Like, he could go to Real Madrid. He could fix things. Is international football now his calling? Because he loves 
that sort he's of thing. He's done a lot of watching. Like, I remember during international breaks, he's gone to a lot of matches. So you yeah. watched Belgium, Switzerland recently. He went to... Why? Yeah, he's just going to <laughs> matches. There were reports of always scouting players for United, but maybe he just was no scouting, scouting the clubs. No scouting any players for Manchester United. Yeah, maybe he was just scouting the teams, not the clubs. Like, so. we could talk about Manchester United as well, Like, but we'll come to that in a minute, I'm sure. But... Yeah, I don't know. He could go to could Portugal. Go to Portugal, yeah. You, like, who, your man, your man. I can't remember his name. He's been there a while. He won the European Championships with them. He stayed with them at the World Cup. I can't remember his name. He's junior, Mr. Ronaldo. I can picture him in my head. Like maybe he'll go to Portugal. The England job, like Southgate's have, have not England, going. Yeah, but having them change to the point where they wouldn't appoint, they wouldn't go for a Hollywood signing because before Ed Woodward came along, the FA were the Ed Woodward of football, <laughs> where they would just like. I don't know what to do. Who do I pick? We have I, to pick a safe choice. Who do we pick? Oh, it has to be English. Oh, if we can't get English, we have to get top class manager. Oh, top class manager from ten years ago. Yeah, that'll do. So they get I, like Sven, even though maybe not ten years, but like five, five, five four, two. Five years. Yeah, he well, he won the league in Italy two years before he was it right But I think with uh, England, if they were to have brought in a new manager to replace Gareth Southgate, which I don't think they'll do, they would have gone for Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger's well, do you think that? But then that would be the smart choice. <laughs> and I'd, I'd give and them the that benefit of the doubt. They have smart choices. Like the chief executive has just resigned from the FA, so maybe that's uh, Martin Glenn. Yeah, yeah. That maybe that might slow them from making changes. Yeah, I don't. Yet. I don't see Josie, I don't see any New England manager coming in because so. I don't see who would Spain aren't going to go near him. Yeah, he could go. He could He's go to China. A figure. Italy have just appointed Roberto Mancini. Roberto Mancini, and he's and, doing all right. And plus, they have the whole. They have to hire an Italian. Yeah, and. He, you know, probably Ancelotti is next in line for that job after Mancini. Probably, done. yeah. Or and someone I, I, of that era. I think the Juve contingent at Italy would probably stop Mourinho anyway, especially yeah. after what happened a few weeks ago now with yeah. Inter in that incident there with Benucci and Mourinho. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you're probably right that Italy's probably out. He could go to China or the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, Arab China's Emirates the or something. like getting the big money and go back to he, Porto or he, something. He has shown before he's not adverse to working with like nefarious. Companies as he worked with George Mendes, George Mendes, yeah, George Mendes. Uh, what's his name? Real Madrid, Man United. No, but Russia today, <laughs> yeah, Russia today. working as a pundit for them and having like a great time on Russia Today's dime. Roman Abramovich, yeah, you know, so he he isn't against taking one, some of these bigger, wealthier conglomerates' money and the Chinese nation are the better in his bucket than theirs. That is a choice to go from Jose Mourinho because we've talked a lot about Jose Mourinho in, in the last few. Years and I'm sure <laughs> it's yeah. been a long, it's this been a is, long road. This is this. our goodbye to Jose Mourinho. They must have they must have heard me on Monday when I just said go, never come back, <laughs> leave, bye, leave bye, us alone. Lord. Well, he's happy now. He like he used to like. Yeah, he looks happy now. He's got 15 million at least. At least 15 million is what we're we're being led to believe. He used to arrange training so he could tw- take 24 hour trips bound to London. So yeah, as we said, was living in a hotel. Yeah, he was living in a hotel for the last three years nearly. This remember, was a Mourinho season. It was the yeah. third season. It was syndrome. it was it as disastrous as the Chelsea Mourinho season. Well, on points, in 15, and positional positionally, it isn't ten point ten places clearer. Yeah, like but when you look at the other side of it, was the humiliation worse? Yeah, maybe because we were expecting they were it this time. Much worse. Like they had, like the, there's arguably that Chelsea team was better than this Manchester United team because well, they, they went on they'd to win won the, league the, league, the following yeah. year. But this Manchester United team is nowhere. Like. Even though the competition is much greater in the league now, and like than it was three years ago when Leicester won the league that season, you're looking like Man City are clearly the best team in the league. They're probably going to win the league, but Liverpool are top at the moment. Liverpool made the Champions League final last year. They're a very strong team. Spurs are still in the Champions League. They're and still they're growing. Doing they're getting better. Well, I don't know about that, but we'll come to that in another show. Arsenal are getting better now under Unai Emery. Uh, Sarri has Chelsea not purring but he has them doing something different yeah and they're, they're all getting points yeah they're growing aside what what was Jose Mourinho doing with Manchester United whatever just okay everyone behind the ball what was the formation they ended up playing on 3-4-3 uh, is yeah, what was quoted was what was the actual formation more like playing? a 7-3 seven, seven, yeah but it wasn't even 7 it was 7-2-1 yeah that, that one would be expected to withdraw so there was n- there Ten were, men inside their own yeah, half. Eleven. Eleven men inside their own half. Often six to seven men inside their own box. Yeah. Similar to... Like, the closest comparison is... Remember the funny clip that was going around a while ago when Man City beat Southampton? Where Southampton had everyone in the box trying to block the Man City players just having a shot. No, can't you, can't you, can't you? Dive, dive, dive. Like, as in slide tackle, slide tackle, block, block, block. And they kept Man City at bay doing that. It was... The closest thing I could see to that was the last thing when you just like... 
push Liverpool out and make them take long shots and hope for the best. And eventually that cost them because they did and... Man I never looked like scoring in that match other than the one time they... Which was a complete fluke. Yeah, it was a complete they, stroke of luck. In fairness, they had in other matches that you could say the, the Chelsea team that he had three years ago that was near the relegation zone when he got sacked were unlucky. I remember them playing against Leicester in the match. I think it was that was the penultimate match he was... No, that was, that was, that was last the last match. match. At the King Power. Yeah, it was a, a night match. Was it Monday night? Yeah, it was Monday night. And Chelsea were unlucky in that match. There actually it was a very tight match. It was a very Mario scored a really good goal in that match out of yeah, nothing. Uh, yeah, and he had to. And like I remember Pedro playing very well in that match. And you know, obviously Willian was still just dragging that. Yeah, team. Willian and Pedro were kind of the unsung heroes of that side. Yeah, there, really yeah. were. And they were, you know, they were playing quite well in that match, despite Mourinho throwing everyone under the bus after the match. I, think I was, have nothing to say. Yeah, it was just like, what can I say? He's like that, and then he was talking like nonsense. But they were unlucky in a lot of matches. But this season, I think Manchester United have been very fortunate. Like, you spoke about Juventus in Turin. Yeah. Like, that. I don't know about you, that was a very fortuitous I result. Think it was. I'm not going to dispute like, that. Like, there were good goals. Like, I'm not saying yeah, it was a good free kick from, or anything yeah. like that. But very lucky that Juventus didn't, weren't miles clear. Yeah. Sim- similar to, uh, was it Arsenal when they had chances against them? A few weeks even ago, even Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. Southampton as well. Newcastle really should have won that match. Even but, the, the, they should have at least drawn the thing they'd on. They, yeah, I agree with you there. But I think the difference as well with Manchester United and with Chelsea is with I think with Chelsea they'd just gotten sick of Mourinho and had given up and didn't care. Yeah. Whereas I think the Manchester United players did have some kind of professional pride. Yeah. That when they were two 0 well, down to Newcastle, they're like, okay, we actually have to yeah. just put up something here, yeah. otherwise it's pathetic. Yeah. And they got, but it's during an argument that. that they kind of just took over the management of their own. Like there was, there was talk of that before. There has been talk of that at different clubs and different times. Like there's been times where Messi and Xavi and Iniesta, apparently at Barcelona, would just take over the management of the team if it wasn't going well. Yeah, the you match. see Messi pointing, yeah, like things. redirecting, changing the shape and everything like that. Was there a bit of that in those matches? Like because suddenly, because like, Mourinho wasn't doing like Mourinho's classic thing this season has been taken off an attacking player and bringing on a defender yeah like to hold on to matches if you remember last season they had they went on that unbeaten run like part of the reason they finished second last year is they went on a huge unbeaten run similar to Arsenal's one in the middle of the season whatever however many matches that was at the time I remember in the first season they went on a 25 match unbeaten was that run. the worst was that the it's one it's the worst yeah. unbeaten run in that history was what they went re- from 6 to 6 reminded of reminded of is that yeah that was such a great year that they were just clinging on to results no matter what yeah nil alls one alls weren't trying to do yeah, anything yeah I think one of the, like two really egregious ones of those this is his first season was away at Everton at home to Arsenal I yeah. remember they were one up in both matches the, at Goodison Park they brought on Fellaini with five minutes to go yeah. Fellaini gives away a penalty <laughs> and Everton score and equalise and I remember against Arsenal he brought on Morgan Schneiderlin oh do you remember Morgan Schneiderlin remember, remember where is he now he went to Everton I think but whether he's still at Everton I don't, I don't know I he's still at Everton and uh, he brought on Morgan Schneiderlin for I want to say Memphis Depay yeah. and both, both, of, both gone from the <laughs> yeah. club and Olivier Giroud scored an equaliser within the five minutes that were left yeah. So, like, that was what Mourinho was doing. He could have won those matches if he even just kept doing but what he was doing. But in later, like, it just continued. It never changed. It was like, I'm going to do it my way, which is put everyone behind the ball and hope that they don't score and that my defenders are better than their attackers. And, you know, maybe your defenders are better than probably, like, there's, like you said, professional pride, but also these players are of, they're Manchester United players. They don't, you don't walk into a Manchester United first team without proving yourself somewhere. Yeah, no, these like players Scott McTominay are... is a very unique figure in world football. The majority, like Juan Mata is a World Cup. Wasn't he win the World Cup? Yeah, he was there in the squad. And he's definitely won European Championships and won Champions Leagues and won League titles. Paul you know? Pogba's a World Cup winner now. Yeah, Paul Pogba's a World Cup winner. Uh, Champions League finalist. L- uh, Lukaku is... Did he win the league? No, he didn't win the league. I don't think he won the league, but he's definitely played like a lot of games. World Cup semi-finalist, world Cup semi-finalist this semi-finalist. year. Like Marlon they're obviously Rainey, accomplished players like to Bailey's any degree. Experienced internationals, David de Gea is a Spain international. These are not players with no experience. Like these aren't kids. It's not like this is like Liverpool, the first season under Brendan Rodgers, where he played a lot of kids and was playing a lot of their kind of not B players but rejects from other clubs. Or Joe even Cole, Louis Jason Van Hal's or Louis Van Hal, where he's pushing Tyler season. Blackwell. 
Uh, Tyler Blackett, uh, Paddy McNair, uh, Timothy Vosumensa, Cameron Reported, Jackson, All these Marcus, Rashford, Marcus Rashford, his Rashford, debut, yeah. even bringing in Anthony Martial, spent a lot of money on Anthony yeah. Martial, but, but then he was him, young. Playing yeah. him, yeah. even though he didn't, like, we, like, I remember the first season of Arsenal, he can't do this every week, and he couldn't. Eventually he just fell down off of the plateau. Yeah, but he, he still was uh, an impressive... Oh yeah, absolutely, but that's what you have to do, you have to bring yeah. bed in those players. That was still my nice top like, scorer that year. But what, like, what, who was he brought in? As you said, we went through those transfers. Yeah, he hasn't still figured out. Yeah, still figure out who the eleventh was. Yeah, we don't need to. But like, he has three goalkeepers on. Was the... it Romero? No, he was already there under Louis Van. Hattie. No, it was Lee Grant. Lee Grant. <laughs> That's yeah. The three goalkeepers. Mourinho is like he wants. He has three goalkeepers. He buys fullbacks that for the side of the pitch where they don't really need a fullback where, they, where there was other get, gaps in the team that were much needed much more needed to be filled he ostracises players like remember what he did to Bastian Schweinsteiger can we take a moment for Bastian Schweinsteiger poor Bastian Schweinsteiger like, he did get his moment after that I don't but. know like there, there's times in people's lives where they have a bad experience at a job or something like that and they hate the managers involved they have they hold grudges against them they happen to a lot of people there's I can't think of many like like there is um, who was the name of the Manchester United goalkeeper from the late 80s before Peter Schmeichel oh that's too far back for me uh, he say. used to be the Aberdeen goalkeeper but he, uh, Ferguson brought him from Aberdeen to Manchester with him he made a mistake in that oh he was in the news recently he was yeah he? because yeah. he said that if if, Joel, if Alex Ferguson walked into the room would you shake his hand and he said no yeah I can't remember Never. his name now I forget it, but like there's there's some people that end up having grudges and maybe they're right to have those grudges there's no no judgment on that but never has a manager accumulated so many grudges against him like there's some players that love him Frank Lampard John Terry Didier Drogba not that any of these players have anything wrong with them in terms of their personalities but these players the, like, half that Inter Milan side like Walter Samuel like, well, Marco Materazzi nothing wrong with his personality at all <laughs> crying on Reno's yeah. shoulders as he you goes know, away Cordoba like Players like this, like you know, Wesley Schneider, Samueletto, Samueletto, like players loved him, but then Zlatan, Zlatan, but like all of those players have a certain character. You have to say that yeah. maybe you know some of those, some of their features aren't that attractive. And even then, you look at the modern player now. Like, do you think Mourinho likes Paul Pogba going on Instagram or Marcus well, Rashford and Jesse Lingard constantly on Snapchat and stuff like, like that? The stuff, like people, like this is the whole Roy Keane and selfies thing. Remember Roy Keane used to get really angry at Arsenal because they used to take yeah, selfies. Yeah, I remember. Alex Oxley chairman now of Liverpool used to always do it. And he's like, what's that player? He's out. He's nobody. He's a nobody. He's, he should be worried more about what's on the pitch, not what's not what he's doing a selfie. You know, and he got so angry. He's like, come, like what does it matter to you? They can do whatever you want. Like, um, what was it? Gary Neville made the point, oh, you can have a, you can have a life, like for, uh, Roy Keane this week in that panel. Yeah, we, we discussed this Jesse on Monday. Lingard, yeah. yeah, talking about Jesse Lingard said, you can have a life outside football. You know, but... Uh, or Gary Neville said you can have a life outside football, but not the week you're playing Liverpool. Yeah. Roy Keane says you don't need a life outside football. Football is your life. Football yeah, is yeah. your life. No. Like, you can Mourinho, take that approach you, you to it. You can see how Mourinho falls under that same line of thinking as well. Except though. when it suits him. Except when he wants to sell well, watches. Well, except when it suits Roy Keane. Yeah, as well. Except when he wants to sell books or help out guide dogs or anything like that. Yeah. Then you can't have a you can have a life. These, they're hypocritical things. And being a hypocrite like that, killing, trying to suck the life out of the players and win and dominate and doing that age-old thing of uh, you see the you being the alpha male so you see the next, you know, the beta in the group. And attacking them and bringing them down. Asserting so dominance. Exactly. And that's what he tried to do with Real Madrid. He's done at different clubs in the past. Booting players, like really making players suffer and getting them out of the club. Like he did it with Arian Robin, if you remember, at Chelsea. For, when he still when, had hair. When, he, when Arian Robin still had hair. But when Arian Robin was still capable of so much, he ostracised him and got him out of the club and made him leave. And he went to, oh yeah, this player won't... Like... He's still going now, Aaron Robin. Yeah, it's that was like 40. Yeah, 15 years ago nearly when that happened. Yeah. When he was ostracised by by Jose Mourinho. But the likes of Iker Casillas on Twitter, yeah, like having a go at Jose Mourinho before he's even sacked, the long <laughs> yeah. after he's sacked. Like when you have a, a guy as, like Iker Casillas is known as a really nice guy. Yeah. If you've ever seen that interview when he won the World Cup and he was like crying almost and talking about the woman he loves and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, there's he's, he's such a nice, there. nice guy like Iker Casillas. Like Sergio Ramos, maybe not a nice guy who also hates Jose Mourinho. A lot of those players, like Cristiano Ronaldo hates Jose Mourinho. And you're looking at around this Manchester United side, like Paul Pogba, 
Like, what's wrong with Paul Pogba? He doesn't do anything. It's like he's going around even being... He's just living his life. He's trying. He's to not be... Roy Keane. He's not trying to end people's careers by kicking at them. He's not, like, trying to do the things Roy Keane used to do on the pitch or off the pitch to, like, be angry at everything and be really... Like, Roy Keane has said he, made, he has regrets over his times, like, younger when he was, like, too hot-headed and didn't think about his own body or his own life. Like, Pogba's not doing anything to harm people. He's not promoting drugs. He's not promoting living a bad life. He's not he's, out drinking every so often. No, he's not out smoking. He's not out like like who is the only like Jack Wilshere smoking when he can't barely run as it is. Yeah, like going out in clubs on nights out. Like what 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 do you want from like Paul Pogba? Like you can say what you want. Oh, I don't like these young players today showing off and showing off their wealth. And it's just people who are out of touch. Like what's wrong? Like and I that, don't. That I poses don't... the question though: Is Mourinho just out of touch, and that's why he's finished? Is this why international level is probably the only way forward for him now? I don't think. I don't think he's be very good in international level. I think he'll make teams hard to beat, but I don't. That know. that that is enough at international yeah, level. Yeah, but like when it actually, it's matters... more that the standard of football at international level isn't that great, which is why Mourinho was suited. Yeah, to but it. you have to have some extra bit as well, which is why teams win. With the exception of the truly great teams, like the Spain team of of last like decade, like the teams that have been successful, Germany to a lesser extent, but also every single position they had a world class player. The Germany team that won the World Cup, the Portugal team that won the European Championships, they had Cristiano Ronaldo carrying them through that tournament, and they fluked, they held on for dear life against a poor France side who were helped by the the crazy stupid draw of the European Championships, and being at home. The team that won the World Cup last time around, France. But did they not play Jose Mourinho style of football? I don't, I think that's harsh on Fran- on that France team. Is I it? don't think they played. No, I don't think they played the Jose Mourinho. I think Didier Deschamps, but despite being beaten by Jose Mourinho in 2004, like imagine the career trajectory. Like who has a better career now, Didier Deschamps, the manager of Monaco in 2004, who lost to Porto to Jose Mourinho's Porto in the Champions League final, or Jose Mourinho now kind of washed up. He's won. Oh yeah, he won two European Cups and four league titles. Top top job or five league titles. He's won it four. Mourinho, Mourinho's cultures. had a good career. It's yeah, just, yeah, it's, but it's at an end now. Would you prefer? I think Didier Deschamps. You prefer where he is. Currently, Didier Deschamps is in the stronger position for sure. Yeah, well, just not currently. I think legacy wise, I think Didier Deschamps. Maybe he's ostracized Samir Nasri. He's ostracized Karim Benzema. If those people don't like him. Those supporters of those people don't like him. But then you're asked, like, what do you want from? A manager. Do you want someone... Like, he's not the most likable person in the world, Didi Deschamps, but he's not Jose Mourinho. He's not ostracising everyone in the team. He's not making people that, hate him. That kinda... And he's not playing completely negative football. You say, you know, he's a water carrier football. You know, he was a water carrier as a player. He's playing a solid defence with a solid midfield base. But I think they have attacking moves that are technical and they have dynamic thinking in their play. He has, like, amazing players to fall back on, like Kylian Mbappe and... Uh, Antoine Griezmann and he has like other players waiting in the wings or like Pogba and Martial to do different things as well but he also has Olivier Giroud and he utilises a player like Olivier Giroud who has a specific set of skills like your man from Taken yeah but that's what Mourinho would do he would utilise Olivier do you think Olivier do you I think, think he would utilise Olivier Giroud I don't think he would utilise Kylian Mbappe I don't think he would have utilised Antoine Griezmann I, I think he would have ostracised those players he certainly would have ostracised uh, your man I, who have completely lost his name Paul Pogba yeah, he certainly would have like but, obviously on anti Martial goes out saying, and then what would he do with a player like Kante? He probably would have like you don't know what he would have done with Kante. No, I uh, just to kind of bring it back to Mourinho's. Yeah. I think I think Ken Early's piece on the Irish Times today, if you haven't read it, you should. Is on uh, Mourinho and Napoleon uh, and how similar they are, and I thought the, that kind of sums up uh, what you were speaking of as well, how he ostracizes people and the reasoning for that. Yeah, really good piece. Divide and conquer. Um, yeah, divide and conquer. I'd I recommend reading that as well. Uh, but but I don't. Like... Just one final thing on Manchester United now because uh, the Mourinho's gone. Let's let's <laughs> let's forget about Jose Mourinho. Okay. Let's put him to the back of the back of our heads. We'll remember him in six months when he becomes Real Madrid, Madrid manager or yeah. something. Winning, thing... ruining Real Madrid's fourth consecutive Champions League title. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll Mourinho's about, back, baby. We'll think about um, Ashina now and obviously for the last six months or even for the last two years you could argue a lot of the issues of Manchester United for on the pitch performances you can always point back to Mourinho. Mm. You could always go why is this team filled with these players playing so poorly? You could always wrap it back to Mourinho. Yeah. Now Manchester United like we will do can forget about Mourinho. Yeah. They play Cardiff on Saturday. Maybe Cardiff will be too early to judge. You know give them two three matches. If they continue to play poorly yeah. 
Mourinho's gone. There's no one to blame left other than the players themselves. This is yeah. a chance for those players to show why they deserve to be playing for a club like Manchester United or at the at a level that aspires to be a Champions League side. Yeah. Uh, the, that, like, obviously Mourinho has been just completely sucking the life out of these players. It is a chance for them to have a bit of fun again. You know, a chance yeah. to express themselves a little more that they don't have to be fearful of getting a balking off Mourinho for <laughs> just doing Ollie, nothing Ollie partic- with in his, particular. With his slight Norwegian accent talking under his breath, cursing. Yeah. Uh, and just as well, it is absolutely fantastic to welcome back to the Premier League, Mike. More than a feeling. More than a feeling. More what what a wonderful guy he is! Uh, always Did great to have him back. Did bring Rooney Blue sign back as well? Didn't get the uh, band back together. Talks of bringing, oh, bring the band, bring the band back together. Uh, unfortunately, Maybe David Moyes never yet. should have sacked any of those guys. Maybe he'd still be in the job. <laughs> Maybe well, his contract certainly says yeah. that he should. Uh, wow. So any closing? What's he thoughts? only got like four million. <laughs> like, yeah. he was like he must be like damn well, it that's because he didn't go on with the Champions League. Yeah, he should have actually done a worse job to get a better yeah. payoff. But, but the, just any closing thoughts on Manchester United? Uh, to, to, to bring back to your earlier statements about Manchester United and the rest of the season, it's like, two things. Are they too big to go down? Well, yes, they are. Okay. It, we'll They're see. not going to get relegated. Okay. Well, let's Secondly, not even thought, think you were about talking that. about, oh, they can, you know, we'll see what happens in a few weeks if they're still losing, still playing badly. This, the rest of the season now is a buy for Manchester United. Yeah, it's a write-off. Completely. They're not going to get to the Champions League. Their next important match comes in February against PSG. But, yeah, and... And like, that's a writing to But I do well. not like if you're if you're looking at them even finishing fourth or something or doing some of the Champions League, you've got Thomas Tuchel. Like whatever you want to say, he's won the German Cup. He's whatever he is at, at PSG at the moment, maybe he is just like filling a space until whatever happens, the next manager comes until in. So the Dan eventually Yeah, takes whatever the next person who takes the poison child to PSG is and wins the league by a hundred points in France. Whatever happens there. Do you think he could hold a candle to Thomas Tuchel? Do you think he could hold Only a candle? Sharing, yeah. yeah. Do you think he could hold a candle to um, Richard Sarri? Do you I'll, think he could? He could. Uh, he could outwit uh, Unai Emery. I'll, do you pull, think he could no, I'll, I'll answer your question with another question. Okay, frankly, okay. do you think Roberto Di Matteo could hold a candle to Pep Guardiola? We're, no. Uh, but yeah. Roberto Di Matteo won the Champions League in 2012. Okay, Rafa Benitez is obviously an accomplished manager, but yeah. his side against that classic AC Milan side... would have been a great appointment. He, he would have, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but yeah, he, yeah he, he, he had the tactical brain. It is possible it. for... Uh, obviously, you know, it was a tactical yeah, it is, but it's, these, it's it very is hard to do for, it over a whole campaign. When but it Di, isn't a whole campaign, it's two matches. When Di Matteo took over at Chelsea, they were uh, a slick machine that had the previous managers of Carlo Ancelotti to, and previous to that, it was Jose Mourinho. And Villas Boas. No, but I was like, he took over from Villas Boas. He had fallen out with the players. There's nothing wrong with Villas Boas' methods in terms of how he had them playing. He had them playing the way that eventually, you know, yielded them the Champions League effectively, where Di Matteo didn't change a great deal. He just, maybe he dropped them a bit deeper so John Terry would look be- a bit better. But then by the final... Things were different. He brought obviously brought in Ryan Bertrand. He he switched out some of the elder players to bring in a bit more pace. But apart from that, he kept everything very much the same. And it was much later in the season where the players were like, "These are players who have been here and done this before, and all they have to do is win this match against Napoli." Was it Napoli? There was Napoli. Was Napoli, Benfica. Benfica, and Barcelona was there. Yeah. To the final. So Napoli and Benfica, fair enough. Barcelona was a kind of that a, a, a freak match. Where Lionel Messi but hits that's the, the thing. post. Freak matches can They happen. do happen, but that was one freak match where Messi hit a post from penalty. Barcelona could not score to save their lives. If Pep Guardiola had hair, he would have pulled it out. Like he honestly, I think he was trying to pull out his hair that he didn't have. The invisible hair. The invisible hair he didn't have during that match. And that can happen. It absolutely can happen. It, like but and then the final itself was another complete freak. I think the shot count was something similar to the Liverpool Man United match at the weekend to from to Bayern Munich versus Chelsea before Chelsea went on on penalties Bastian Schweinsteiger to bring him back in you can't forget that Aaron Robin missed one in extra time he did well. also miss a penalty in extra time but it was kind of that was fate it was like Liverpool winning the Champions League in 2005 it was something it took something to that magnitude this Manchester United team has to go to Paris they have to welcome them to whatchamacallit to the theatre Old, Old Trafford 
Parsons man have struggled to get past the stage for several years since they've become rather embarrassing ra- well. embarrassingly this is Paris's best chance to do it in the past even when Laurent Blanc was manager they were when they were further along in the tournament they struggled to get past English opposition I remember Chelsea put them out a couple of times yeah and then they put Chelsea out with Mourinho with Mourinho end. yeah so that was funny but they 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 did struggle so they have a point to prove with this Thomas Tuchel has a bit of experience playing against English sides from the past he lost got knocked out by exactly Liverpool, Jurgen Klopp, Jurgen Klopp yeah. very fortunate fortuitously again for Liverpool but he did get knocked out he knows that I don't think Ali Gunnar Solskjaer one has the players to play like that Liverpool side and this this Manchester United team maybe of comparable quality in terms of players as that Liverpool side I don't know if they'll be playing as well or be exactly as well drilled he has this team where they'll have probably almost won the league at that stage in France. But that, that again, is kind of... And but that, it already has been. Like, if you want to say, oh, they'll be lacking competitive edge, I think they already are in terms of the French But football. that's why... They the, will focus on this match for the next two months. How he'll, I am sure, within by Christmas, after New Year, Thomas Tuchel is going to be watching matches that Mould have played in the last two years. Oh see. yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to doubt Thomas Tuchel, but again, it just comes to the fact that sure you can prepare for a big match, yeah. but if you're not actually playing proper competitive matches, it's very easy for you to yeah. all of a sudden get complacent, not be ready yeah. physically for it or mentally yeah. even, because while you've prepared, you're still not ready until you actually go out on the pitch. I don't know. That's why. That's no. That's why we're going to close the show now, and I'm going to ask you. He's going to stop it. me. Stop talking. We're going to on enough. Monday. Well, we we talked about it on Monday a good bit. Yeah. On Monday, we also did our predictions, our faraway predictions for the last sixteen. I'm going to offer you uh, one last chance to change your mind. PSG or Manchester United? Oh, PSG all the way. And I'm going to stick with I'm, Man United. I am more sure now, even though I was like, oh, Man United could have a new manager. But now, all these other shows, sure, he's not been brought in to win the Champions League. They could have brought in Rafa. They could have brought in Fabio Capello. They could have got Lippi. They could have got a, a manager. More out of date managers. Yeah, well, more out of date managers would have the big game experience to get the results. Well, Gunnar Solskjaer match. won the Champions League final with not one as of the a most. Manager. Not as a manager. manager. As a guy who stuck out a leg. Yeah. It is the least impressive winning goal in the Champions League final I've possibly ever seen. Probably, but it's one of the most dramatic as well. And it's one of the biggest moments in Manchester United's history. Oh, yeah. He not has doubt, that. Not doubting that. He knows what it's like. I know he knows what it's like, but there's a lot to say. Like Roy Keane knows what it's like as well to have big moments in Manchester United history. Didn't Doesn't make him a world-class manager who can be PSG. In a no, but it, you know, we, we remain... Steve Bruce. It remains Steve Bruce won the, the two goals against Sheffield Wednesday in 1992. I will grant you those, but again... <laughs> Why it remains... is Steve Bruce Man United manager? That's the real question. Because it remains to be seen. One, we know Steve Bruce. We, we? It, yeah, we, we, we'd have the good fortune of knowing Steve Bruce. Or knowing great Steve man, Bruce. great man. Love Steve Bruce. Have a lot of time for Steve yeah, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. But... We know what he's going to do. He's not going to do anything interesting. He's old, or he's older. He's out of <laughs> date. You know, uh, he's he needs the time off. What about Alex Bruce? No, Alex Bruce. No, he's not <laughs> steeped in the history of the club like Alligator uh, <laughs> Solskjaer is. So, uh, just finally, la- last two words. Ooh, ah. Just two. Give me two words. No more. Who who do they bring in in the summer? Pochettino. One word, even that's perfect. Is that who you think they'll bring in, or who you? I think they would... want him, and I think he probably would be the best choice. But two, but two words: is he the yeah. manager they they should bring in? Yeah, probably. Okay, uh, I I think I'd agree with that. Though there are a couple other options if that doesn't play out. But again, do they speak English? Well, Pochettino <laughs> speaks English. Zidane doesn't. Well, he can be learning now. He's got six months. Uh, I wouldn't touch that. Zidane knows jobs. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, well, Again, we'll see. Although he There's did still... headbutt Marco Materazzi in the chest, so maybe this is this is this his headbutt. headbutt of his managerial career. <laughs> Coming very early, as opposed yeah. to the last match of his play career. Some people just like watching the world burn. Yeah. <laughs> Zidane very much does. <laughs> he likes watching the Champions League burn. Yeah. Uh, so it's with that that we will uh, end this Jose Mourinho sacking special. The special one gone. Special. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back again on Monday with some form of show as we mentioned last week we'll, we'll yeah. see we have we'll, a couple of plans hopefully we'll have together. a special show after the extra fixtures and over the yeah break. and we have to look back on our predictions for football in 2018 as well we made back Gosh, January this. 1st I was I was thinking about them the other day because one of us said Mourinho will be gone and I was thinking oh we ended up being wrong but no last second one of us yes I can't remember I can't remember which one of us made that prediction ole 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 goner come on I had to try you did you did uh, but it's with that that uh, we'll close out the show now thank you for joining us on the special Andrew thank you for having me and uh, we'll be back again next week